Hello. Hey. Uh, guess what I've been doing? Mm, Sudoku. Uh, no, I've been doing a puzzle, but um, <laughs> um, you can look up. I'm sure it's like this in any place, any state, but you can look up uh, cases in court just by searching a last name. Yeah, so who have you been searching? Well, I searched for myself because remember that story about me helping that lady? Oh, yeah. So there's uh, there's a court case and you think you're being dragged into it or are you being dragged into it? I've been summoned, subpoenaed. <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh, boy. But it's strange because it's the it's like the state versus her. Oh, no. I don't really know what that means. I don't know what that means either. It means that she's the defendant. That's what it means. But I don't know but why. But wouldn't it be like if it were her husband or whoever that she got in the dispute with? That Wouldn't it be him versus her? No, I think that the state is the one to issue charges. So therefore, it is the state's responsibility to prove that she is guilty of these charges, not his. If it were civil court, oh. I think it would be different. Oh, okay. So this criminal court, I think she's screwed. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'll defend her. You can't well, just I will defend give her. her. I, you no, just have to. I, I will give. I will give the information that I have. Yeah, they're gonna direct you. So you've been. This is from the state, not from a defense attorney. Correct. Look at this mess you've gotten yourself into. <laughs> I don't feel like it's such a mess. I'm kind of interested. So when do you have to appear? Uh, March. Jeez. Yeah, it's a ways out. Yeah, I wonder if you should even be talking about this. Well, it doesn't say. <laughs> don't speak. Yeah, it, does, <laughs> it just says um, I'll be charged with contempt if I don't obey the subpoena. Yeah, so Ooh. now you have to show up. I'm I'm interested. Sure. I mean I mean I want to help. Being a person know? being a person who doesn't have, you know, any real risk tied to it. I right. can see yeah. how it's interesting. When your yeah. court stinks when you're the one who's waiting to Oh my god, that would be such a like a what is it the is sort of Damocles? Huh? <laughs> um yeah, it's like a anvil waiting over your head and you don't know when if it's going to fall or when well i guess you know when but you're not sure if it will you never really know when when i was wrapped up in my court thing in 2004 it went on for like 10 months which is actually pretty short compared to the amount of time because i know people it's like years go by the driving thing the 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 car wreck you had yeah the car wreck okay when i was arrested because yeah. I, re I, I refused field sobriety tests. That's what they say you're supposed to do. Well, you're going to go to jail if you if you refuse them. But then they don't have any evidence against you. And I don't know for sure. I can't, you know, I had a few drinks. Right. But it was, an, okay, I don't know. Because the limit is pretty low. Yeah. And I it's there, it's low for a reason. Whatever. Driving drunk is stupid. I, I'm not really going to argue that. It's pretty crazy that there was a time when... Everyone's like, whatever. Everyone's just driving drunk. It's pretty normal. 
Don Draper. Mad men. Uh, Can't touch yeah. the mad men. They can do whatever they like. But um, Well, not just mad men, but also Sopranos. I'm trying to remember the drunk driving Sopranos. I just remember that Tony Soprano was in four or five car accidents across <laughs> this whole series. Somewhere in dreams, though. Not every single one of them was reality. Yeah, but I mean, that's the kind of show. Obviously, binging was not a thing that anyone thought of. So, I mean, I guess DVDs were released, but people who are watching it were watching it week to week, year to yeah. year. So, uh, distant memories of Tony's last car wreck. But right, those car wrecks seemed more spread out. Yeah, but when you when you watch it all in the matter of a month or two months or many car <laughs> yeah, wrecks, it's like one every season. Yeah, there's a lot. But yeah. anyway, the, the court thing. No, it stinks. Like the ten months, I would go several times. And we'd just get pushed again. And we'd get pushed. And you just don't want Ugh, that shit hanging over your head. What a waste of time. Yeah, the whole... Why, why was it getting pushed? They were waiting on something from the hospital or to hear from hospital. someone. I don't remember. Okay. Well, I got in the car accident. And then I was arrested. And then I was taken to Grady Memorial Hospital. And I was ankle shackled to a bed. Wow. And I had to pee at one point and they just gave me a little container to pee in. Yeah. And I was that like old man thing with like a handle. Yeah. I was convinced it was a trap that they were going to take my urine and try to do, you know, a sobriety test on it, uh-huh. test the alcohol content. So I stretched as far as I could and I could just reach the sink and I poured half the urine out and diluted it with water. <laughs> That's against like HIPAA violations. They can't just hand over your urine i know but i i don't trust any of them yeah i mean at some point i was it would be inadmissible if that's how they got your your uh alcohol like level or whatever at some point i was given something i'm a lawyer something to calm me down because my heart rate was like stuck at like 150 yeah you were freaking out yeah and so they gave me something to calm me down and then the cop came in and he's like sign this uh, you won't go to. J- I forget. He was sneaky with his words, and I think it was a piece of paper consenting that they drew blood so they could do a blood test. And look, I know that many people, like when they present these stories, they like to say I wasn't in the. I was in the wrong. I was in the wrong in many ways. Whether mm-hmm. or not I was officially legally drunk, whether you know, it was plenty stupid. So I'm not trying to spin it, but it was pretty shady. It's like so the cop came in and tried to get me to sign something after I'd been given sedatives. And uh, oh. so I wouldn't put it past them to steal the urine, like test it. Would it actually hold up in the court of law? If you know, probably not, but I didn't want to, didn't want to risk it. Okay. So anyway, that kind of thing stinks. And the fact that yeah. this woman, I'm interested in what the charges were. I mean, you heard her side of the story. It was uh, domestic or uh, assault. It's for assault. Yeah, so he pressed charges against her. That's probably what happened. I still don't trust him. I know, but that's that's, going to be very difficult. You're going to try to veer off and give your thoughts and opinions. They're going to shut you the fuck down. Like no, nope. I'm not going to give my thought. I'm going to I'm going to say exactly what I saw and exactly what I did and exactly what I felt. Yeah, 
as the only other witness. Right. I don't think I mean, maybe there's people at the bar where they were. <laughs> I can't imagine that they had any contact with those people. But I guess I would be the only person they could contact because I was part of her reporting it, you know? Yeah. Assault, second degree. Oh, so it is listed there. Okay. What is second degree assault? In Maryland, you have to look up your oh. state. Second degree, second degree assault is a Maryland crime that encompasses the comp assault battery and assault and battery. Although assault in the second degree is a misdemeanor, it carries misdemeanor. It carries. Well, tell me what it is. Well, I was more curious as to if it were a felony or a misdemeanor. So now I know. Oh, it's a misdemeanor. Yeah. What was the maximum sentence attached to it? Hmm. A class B felony. It is punishable by up to 10 years in prison and a $20,000 fine. I'm sure she has, she's like, she has kids. I don't feel like they're going to put her away for 10 years because of whatever. I don't know. I guess I don't know what he looked like. So maybe he was all kinds of beat up. Well, now you said it was a felony. Now you said it was a class B felony and not a misdemeanor. So I'm confused. Oh. Oh. Oh, but this might not be in Maryland. Sorry. Salt time. Mm hmm. Maximum penalty of 10 years. And or, oh, of, and or a fine of $5,000. <laughs> Would you rather go to jail for 10 years or pay $5,000? <laughs> Five thousand. Are you sure? With you, <laughs> I'm just wondering. Anyway, for anyone who me? wants anyone who wants more information, wait, what I'm, does that mean? Well, you're so broke that I would, I could see you <laughs> saying that you would prefer I'm not that broke. You would prefer the ten years. <laughs> Give me ten years. Can I work while I'm there? Mm, I mean, if you're in one of those halfway houses, I guess. <laughs> No, absolutely not. What a sad place in your life that you would be that you couldn't you couldn't get could you pay it on a credit card? The five thousand dollars? Do you even have a yeah. credit card that has a five thousand dollar limit? Absolutely. I have excellent credit. Yeah, what is your credit? What did your credit karma say? Let's take a look. Which is, you know, there are many different systems that they use to base credit. So credit karma is not even, a, it's not a FICO score by any means. No, but it's the only two, like you have to pay usually for the FICO score or something. Yeah, usually your banks will give it to you for oh. free now. Once yeah, a there's, month. No, I have excellent credit. Hold on. Yeah, I got mine pulled up. Yours is fast. All right. Uh, well, I got that credit karma app with the face oh, okay. ID. Mine's my TransUnion is seven seventy seven, mm-hmm. and my Equifax is seven eighty eight. Sorry, right. I know what is yours eight something. TransUnion eight sixteen. Whoa. Equifax eight twelve. Wow. Yeah, but the FICO is the one they look at, and that dropped when I got that car loan. Oh, it that's went, all right. You're went, allowed to have a car loan. It went below eight hundred. It went to like. It's 70. not just some like random weird loan. You know what I mean? It's a car loan. Went to seven ninety something. I was like, well, fuck you. How dare you? <laughs> it's crazy that you've had like 
tax problems previously, but you have excellent credit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like those two when things. When did I have tax problems? Not paying your taxes properly. When was this? It's happened once before. And isn't it happening currently? No, it happened this past year. I filed and they asked me to provide proof for the deductions that I put uh-huh. on my tax return and to gather you that. You were able to do that? Well, to gather that proof of the deductions was going to be like 70 documents. And I did right. the quick math and it was either spend the time gathering the 70 documents or pay them the $300 that it was going to come out to be oh, okay. when they readjusted it. So I said, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not yeah. spending the time doing this because, you know, so then the documentation wasn't the best. And um, I'm not saying that I lied about things, but <laughs> there were things that it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to buy this. I don't care. They're never going to check. Uh, and then they did check. And I didn't, I didn't feel like spending the time. So yeah. then they just readjusted and they said, you owe us this. It was like $310 or something. I said, okay, here. So that's why there was no real issues with tax. And then one year I didn't claim $12,000 because I didn't think they would know. And they did immediately. And they said, yeah. what about this? And I was younger. I was <laughs> yeah. an idiot. Oh, my bad. <laughs> and I just, that's what I said. I said, oh, yeah. And so I went into their payment plan and paid the taxes that I owed on that. So one time New York State did take a lien out against me because I didn't. Oof. I didn't realize that I owed them money somehow. Somehow I didn't, but yeah. there was some some kind of lien law recently passed that if you paid it off like a certain amount of time, it wouldn't stick on your, there was some strange thing, so it didn't go to my hmm. credit. That's good. Because as soon as I found out I owed them money, I was like, fuck, leave me alone. Here's your money. Yeah. Take this lien away. Would you rather go to prison for 10 years than to pay no. the $300? No. I never want to go to <laughs> fucking prison or jail is there i guess she would be in jail not prison well it depends on what her if it's sentence, a misdemeanor sentence was if it's a misdemeanor then she's not going to fucking prison a jail is more of a holding place until you have your trial and then once you're sentenced you go to a different facility that's made I for that she, i thought that there were like there's like holding cells, but then there's jails for people that are just there for like a shorter amount of time, I think. I mean, yes, there's different levels and there's state and there's federal. Oof. And there's correctional facilities. Oh, my God. What a fucking nightmare prisons. to be in that. And then there are for-profit jails that some people say there's no way that a jail would do bad things when they're for-profit. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, people underestimate the power of power making and money. money. When when yeah. the driving force of your profits is the number of people you have in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. It's, yeah, it's I think pretty, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty clear that some shady shit's going to happen. But there are people who insist that no way that would never happen. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Anyway, if people want to know more about your episode of the things you were talking about with this, this court case that you have to go to go back and listen to an episode. I don't know how many weeks ago it was three, three episodes ago. Um, yeah, it might've been three. Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah. When to mind your own business. That's the name of the episode. Go back and check out the extensive archive of all the one topic episodes. Yeah. They're all available for download and free. <laughs> 
Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Wow. Yeah, well, hold that wow until after you hear what this week's topic is. I'm so excited, Greg. <laughs> Are you ready? Drum roll. Vacuums. Celebrate good times. Come on. Celebrate. Ooh, ooh, There's ooh, nothing ooh, wrong with this topic. Ooh, 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 yeah. What did you need to do? Come on, ride the train and ride it. Come on, ride that train and ride it. Woo, woo. It's a choo choo. It's a choo choo choo. It's one of the lyrics. <laughs> I know. It's a choo choo. It's a choo choo train. Come um, on. That reminds me, sorry, it took me to a dark place. I paused because I was thinking of this time that I said a train locomotive and a person said, what other kind of locomotives are there? And I said, oh, yeah, none. Oh, so it was redundant. You know, the person who said this to me. Oh, fucking asshole. Do you know? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. What are the initials? TF. No, 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 no. Oh. This- <laughs> L-Y are the initials. L-Y? Oh. This was at Still a, asshole. <laughs> this was at a live taping before he, when he used to come around yeah. uh, the radio show before he stopped coming around. Bless it, him. He, I mean, listen, he can be a real asshole. It was in front of an audience and I said that yeah. a train locomotive and he, he called me out in front of everyone and gave a face, a look. <sighs> And then everyone was on his side for the rest of the show. And your credibility was ruined. Well, I spent the next 20 minutes racking my brain trying to come up with a different right? type of locomotive. <laughs> but that would be even worse because like 15 minutes later, you're like, you know, there's a billion more topics that you've guys have gone through. And you're like, hey, um, by the way, uh, there's this, there's this one kind of locomotive that's not trained. So. <laughs> yeah, well. All right. So what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about vacuums? Yeah, I don't look. That's a fine topic, as far as I'm concerned. This, if if this is going to drive people away, they have zero trust in us. And I bring this up True. all the time. And it, you know, it's off the back of the socks episode that I, I have this knowledge that people will maybe not listen if they see a mundane topic, which really bums me out because I feel as though a mundane topic. If I were a listener of a show I liked and I saw a mundane topic and I I would say I trust the hosts. That's fine. You know what might happen is that maybe they're not going to like, oh, I'm oh, I can't wait to hear what they say about this. It might just be like they're going to listen to some other podcasts and they'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go listen to that one there. I think they're talking about vacuums and then they'll, you know, enjoy it and be like, oh, cool. And then we'll gain their trust. We don't we don't have to. I think I think at 150 something shows we've gained the trust. The trust should be gained. And even if the trust was lost at some point, it should have been gained back. OK. Those are my feelings on it. I think well, yeah. Should is not. We've done a way to live. We've done plenty at this point. Uh, you know, but it's clear as day when your top rated episode, most downloaded episode, I should say, is breasts. It's like, and it's like, come on. And the sex episodes. Is she going to show her breasts in this podcast, this audio medium? I mean, I, those probably have been dethroned with the more gossipy ones because our biggest oh, numbers yeah. actually came from, you know, I, the, after the several shows that I did alone. Right. When you came back and beans were spilled. And then, yeah. and then those got huge numbers. 
What's we need going to have on? another crisis that we can go through so we can milk this show. No, but that's the thing. After the crisis, those shows sucked. And when I say that we gained the trust back, I feel like after uh, several months, mm-hmm. the trust should be reinstated. And so we want to do a show about vacuums because everyone deals with vacuums. We did the show on pens recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well that one did. I loved that pens episode. Well, maybe you can grow to love the vacuums episode. I don't. I'm not criticizing the vacuums episode. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about vacuums. It's on your shoulders also. uh, Sure. To make this a good episode. Uh, I don't know what I have to say about vacuums. The reason I've been thinking about vacuums is because I just bought my first vacuum for the first time in God knows how many years. And uh, I was blown away with how fucking expensive they are. That was the first thing. You were sucked in. To paying a lot for a vacuum? Sure. I'll let you have your pun. You ever try to match the pitch of the vacuum when it's on? I do that. Oh, yes. In the microwave. Or lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. And you and I harmonize with it. Uh... We had it there at the end. I think it came together in a nice oh, way. Oh, I was just trying to go around it just for fun because it gets weird. Well, I, th- do that. I think it came together in a nice way there at the end. But um, oh, good. No, even that fucking vacuum you have. How much did you pay for that thing for a poor Which person? Which one? The robot one that does its <gasps> thing. Yeah, I don't know. I got it on sale on Amazon. How so much? I got it for. I really don't remember if I can. I can look it up and see what I paid for it. But so um, you have one of those. It's what is? What's the brand? It's not a Roomba. No, it's not a Roomba. It's like a Ufi or something. An iRobot. Oh, it's one of the no, no name brands. That's why it was cheaper. Yeah. It's not smart. It doesn't have memory. Or, mm, or yeah, th- you can program it. Yeah, it doesn't know where it's been. <laughs> it doesn't. The other one's. All right. Not. Well, right now it's on Amazon for 140 All right. That's pretty cheap for those because those things are up to like 300 400 500 $600. And just standard push vacuums, upright vacuums. It blew my mind. I ended up getting a stick vacuum that was uh, a dirt devil, which I know in the vacuum world is like, oh, dirt devil. Yeah, I'm shocked that you picked a dirt devil. It does the job. What the fuck shark. do I care? Shark. All day. I don't want I don't shark. have. I don't have the, the budget to go with the Dyson because I know that that early one with that yellow ball, you know, like that one ended up not being as good as it was sort of sold to be. But that one that sticks on your wall now, that's really like skinny, long necked and yeah, whatever. That one's supposed to be excellent. Well, Dyson's were and are still a very expensive because they came up with new technology. The cyclone was their technology, a way (laughs) of uh, sucking up the dirt and debris. It's yeah. it's true. It makes a mini cyclone inside of that oh, machine. Yeah. And that's how it sucks things up and it doesn't lose sucking power over the years. And yeah, then I guess they introduced that ball for maneuverability. But when when it comes to Dyson, you're still paying for that in itself. Right. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that they're well made, but it seems to be that with vacuums, they're all plastic at this point. They're all going to break in similar ways. So with Dyson, you're paying for name and a technology that they invented. But, you know, we're at the point where who cares? Who cares? I don't know. I I really have. I For some reason, I'm really judging your Dirt Devil choice. Uh, The Dirt Devil was $50. Oof. No, you've got to pay. Why do you have you to gotta pay? you got to pay more than that. Why? Because it's not going to do you Let right. Let me tell you, it did me plenty right. Because the first vacuuming of this new apartment 
which uh-huh. you know hadn't been vacuumed in six months at this point. <laughs> yeah. My fuck. You just been sweeping. My God, the amount of filth. Yeah, I would sweep, and that's what I did in my last apartment because I had no rugs. The, the big thing was getting this rug for the living room where you know there's a there's a kitchen table here, but nobody's eating at the fucking kitchen table. All the all the heating's happening, the coffee table. Yeah. And that thing I knew was filled with crumbs and yeah. other bits of food stuff. <laughs> okay. And I kept so you putting, finally got to vacuum it? Well, I, I put it off because of the price. I just didn't want to have to go shell out a shitload of money. And I wasn't sure. Remember in, in school, they had those non-powered. Were they called Swiffers? No. They're, I, think I thought it would be called Swiffing the Floor. No. I think that they're called those first ones, those non-powered push vacuums that yeah. have no suction power. They just use brushes that, you know, kind of push the dirt up into the, the bin. Okay. Uh, Bissell was the company that created that oh. for the first time. If I remember those were correctly. Great. Those the, were fun. The Bissell. Well, I was thinking about getting one of those, but I don't know how well they actually clean. So see, I did draw the line. Although the Bissell is... $30.88. So. <laughs> so you're barely getting anything different. This no, this thing did its job. I don't this is this is one of the reasons I know you have strong opinions because you're in love. Like you actually have feelings towards your vacuum. Well, I love well, so you speak I, okay. to it and you pet it and you talk to it. Well, she has a name. And you encourage it. Her name is Rosie. You say you say, Good job, Rosie. Well, and the kids especially, you know, like Rosie will get stuck under the couch like an idiot. and Pete will be like, Rosie's stuck. And like, oh, no, she's almost out of batteries. I'm going to take her home. And so he picks it up and puts it on the charger. <laughs> oh, it's nice. He feels, it as, though, I like he feels it. as though he's saving the day. I'm glad that he's at the point where he says Rosie's stuck. And then he actually gets Rosie instead of saying Rosie's stuck and then standing there waiting for you. Oh, no, it. Pete's very... um. Like he's pretty helpful and caring. Like if Ellie's upset because she's getting in trouble and she's not allowed to have the thing that Pete's having or something, then he'll sneak her a piece of whatever he has. Is he still doing that thing where he mixes a bunch of beverages together in his mouth and he spits it in various no, places? No, he hasn't been doing that anymore. Including your your drink or someone else's drink. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing that. He did today. I have my parents over today and um, we were eating dinner and he took his glass, of, his cup of milk and he just poured a little bit onto his plate. And my dad was sitting next to him. He's like, what are you doing? Like he was so confounded. Like, why in the world would you do that? And I was like, dad, he doesn't have a frontal cortex. Like he has no idea what his actions, <laughs> the consequences to any of his actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told him not to do that. I was like, dude, don't do that. Nice excuse. I don't have but a frontal true. cortex. He doesn't have impulse control. I mean, he's four. That's what I'm going to start saying. I don't have impulse control. I was born without the frontal cortex. I have no frontal cortex. So, but yes, the the fact that there's an emotional attachment to your vacuum is part of the reason I thought about bringing this up because I'm a person, again, who hasn't had a vacuum and I don't know how long. In the last apartment, there were no rugs, so I have just sweep everything. Yeah. And... It seemed fine. I mean, I think about the broom and all the the dirt and the hair that would 
clump on it and then I would have to pull it off Ugh, uh, along with along with like I do that with my foot yeah I, w- I did it with my foot too especially because I okay. know with that broom I've swept up a dead mouse before and its <laughs> juices touched the broom <gasps> the juice not the juices yeah I was out of town and I came back and the mouse was dead under the TV stand and I didn't notice it immediately but I don't think it was dead for too long because it didn't stink yet Okay. But it had leaked a little bit. A recent death. It had po- enough to to have popped. Yeah, I was, so I swept it up. But you know, those okay. that kind of bacteria and those germs, they die after a, a, a Oh, please, that's fine. I understand. But um even on a plunger. I, you know that with the plunger, you let it sit for a few months, the stuff on it's dead. I don't need a plunger. You could eat right off of it. I have a plunger because my parents were here and my parents were concerned that I didn't have a plunger. I was like, "All right." So they I, got a plunger for me. I need a plunger. I've never ever touched it. It's it's just collect it's just something that I look at and think how dusty it is, but I still don't want to touch it. Well, you're lucky. Because this one of these toilets, there are two in this fancy apartment. Mm-hmm. One of them is like a very low powered flush, which Ugh. really, really does bother me. The best I ever had was the tankless toilet at the shithole on Sullivan Street, which was Studio B one. It was uh That was like a like a school yeah, one it was, right. It was the same kind of handle, the little lever that yeah. you, you could turn it. You could pull it towards you, push it away, push it down, push it up. It would flush no matter what, and it was never a clog in that toilet. But yeah, but these days things have changed a bit. Uh oh. I did have speaking of that apartment. I did have a vacuum in that apartment, a giant one that I stored next to the toilet because there was no other place to store it, <laughs> and that was also a dirt devil. And but that was like a oh. full size one, and. I had because I had this shag rug I got from IKEA, God knows sure. how many years ago, and you know that thing would become matted and it would look like a mongrel's gross fur, mangy yeah. fur if it didn't get yeah. vacuumed. So I used to like an ungroomed dog. Yeah, and I would dump some of that powder, that, baking soda. No, no, the stuff that was specially made for carpets. Oh, that probably is just baking soda <laughs> and like smell. Yeah, or baby powder, talcum powder with, you know, give you yeah. cancer. Is that still happening? Are people still getting cancer from? I don't know. Were people ever really getting cancer from it? Somebody. They did. called it clown lung be- because clowns would get, would inhale so much like talc when they would pat their face that uh, they would get sick. But well, going back to this vacuum though. Mm-hmm. That old dirt devil, which but it's a plenty stupid name. Like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to defend that. It's yeah. real. It's real eighties to me. It is, but this was like a bagged one too. Like you okay. had, you had to have the vacuum bag, and I refused to buy more bags that came with one <laughs> bag. I because in my mind I was like I'm not vacuuming that much. It's a very small apartment, okay. and I just left it for five years. The same bag. And I had vacuumed up roaches at some point, and uh, oh, what a science experiment! And a house centipede, and I thought about them living in there, <laughs> creating a a world. Well, maybe they every really, once in a while, like a big cyclone comes through. Maybe they really loved it, but you know, this new one. Let me tell you, this new one, straight into the compartment. There's no bag to play around with. I yeah, mean, it's a canister, right? Yeah, that's amazing. And so for $50, I think that you got exactly what you needed. Some suction and a canister. It's all I needed. So I um, had a can. I, I, well, 
Okay, I had a canister vacuum. Um, I was using it after Christmas. I had waited too long to take out my tree. So when I took out my Christmas tree, um, there were needles everywhere. So I got out my vacuum and I was cleaning all that up. I was sucking up all these things. And I was emptying the canister, but like some of the dust and the hair and stuff was kind of stuck inside it. And so I was like cleaning out the canister and there was a lot of this dust kind of floating in the air and I was just breathing it in, not meaning to, but I was, I, I was thinking like, oh, I'm probably breathing this in. It's probably bad. And then uh, a couple weeks later, I was sick and I got pneumonia and I was, I had symptoms, like lasting symptoms from, the, from that pneumonia for probably like eight months. You think it was from that? I do. I know. I I mean, it, it, I, there's no, it's anecdotal. I don't know. I, they didn't say like, ah, yes, you have dust lung, you know, but it was, it seemed like this made sense. Hey, my, I, I just, my nose, all that crap. my nose feels a bit stuffy today and yesterday I vacuumed and again, my God, the amount of filth yeah. that I sucked up across this apartment. And then I was all pulling. It's just like skin. Ooh, Greg, it's better. It was it was insane, and when I pulled you it off the you, filter, you're a shedder too. Yes, there was a lot of shedding happening. Yeah, not just hair, skin, like you uh -huh. said, but you know, I have a lot of skin falling off parts of my body constantly. <laughs> just different parts. I do. What can I say? I I've got a skin condition. I get mm -hmm. face dandruff. I haven't had head dandruff, hair dandruff in a while because I. Uh, you know, I use the proper shampoos, but if I didn't use uh, dandruff shampoo, it, it would. I remember being in middle school and getting dandruff, and just being so embarrassed by it. And it's uh, you yeah. feel somewhat help. Like I could ask my mom, I was like, "Hey, can you give me some dandruff shampoo?" But you don't ask, and I don't know why they didn't notice. That's my first question. But uh, I remember thinking, "I was like, well, if I just rub my hair long enough." I'll oh run, yeah, you'll like release all of the flakes. I'll run out eventually. It's like no. Yeah. Nope. Does <laughs> that's funny that that was your thing because um I had a lot of um like sinus issues as a kid and so I was always catching colds like I always had a runny or stuffy nose and my nose would just be running constantly constantly I was like the my na um nostrils were raw because I was just constantly rubbing my nose and I thought. I've got to get the the snot has to run out at some point. <laughs> Why is it just continuously produced? That's what you would I'm think. I'm blowing my nose. I'm wiping it. I don't understand. I think blowing the nose is a futile exercise. I, yeah. I've, it stays clear for three seconds yeah. and then it's filled again. So what the hell is the point? Where does it come from? So yeah, quickly. Yeah. Like, why is it? It just floods in. It's yeah. <laughs> It's it's just good, like a concentration, like molecules. Where there's less concentration of molecules, they'll spread the, there. If they're in a yeah. dense environment, they'll go to the le the least dense environment. Right, like water or something. Yeah, it's like let's go over here. There's less of us over there, and so all the snot is waiting. It's like all right, it's clear. And it just. I guess that's why they want you to neti pot. Yeah, but that killed someone. Well, because they were using just like their sink water. You have to boil it and then wait for it to cool. Yeah, you have and to then get distilled it. water. One of the two. I just boil it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep a jug of random water 
that's for my neti pot that I use once every four years. That's fair. I, I look fine. I'm so angry for some reason. <laughs> Why did I sound so angry? You did as if someone was trying to attack you on that. <laughs> no one's going to tell me I got to keep water in my house. Use your neti pot as you see fit. Um, I was reading though. You're supposed to vacuum. They people say at least once a week that at the minimum. Oh, I whoops. had no clue. I had zero clue. Again, even with the sweeping before it's like, I, this, this was six months and I'd swept. Don't get me wrong. Like there was some, you sweeping have to. Yeah. Because there's hardwood you floors. Bring, yeah, you bring things in. But with the rugs and the vacuum, and then I swept all the floors and the stairs and places I wouldn't have swept before. And uh, yeah, the fact you're supposed to do it once a month. I, I had zero clue. I mean, yeah, once a week. I had zero, zero idea that it was supposed to be that much. Uh, I think of, what's nice about my Rosie is that I just send her on her way like every Friday afternoon. And she floats around my house and does a somewhat decent job. I could probably use her to go twice. Like I should send her out. And then when she runs out of batteries, let her recharge and then run her again. You satisfied with the job that Rosie does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You feel like every square inch is covered. No, I do not. So, so where there's, there's places that don't ever get Rosied. You can program her to do certain things. And to be in certain areas. Yeah, but that's it's too like, much work. That's see, look, when we're yeah, talking, I'm not doing that. I'm well, just setting her off on her way. When we're talking about the higher cost of some of these vacuums, if it's one of those that just mm -hmm. automatically goes on its own and it knows how to get to its charging station and it's set to it knows schedule. how to get to its charging station. Yeah, but the, they, these have the ability to map out the rooms yes. and they they have sensors that tell them the amount of soiled carpet and <laughs> you know if you're going to spend the money, then I think getting one of these is is better than spending $600 on an upright vacuum that you're just going to fucking push around yourself. Yeah. Which I know, Ooh. which with some of the cost outside of just the fact that, you know, with Dyson and their innovation, like some have so many fucking attachments that nobody uses. Oh, I know all of those crazy attachments. Whenever you get the new vacuum though, you're like, wow, all these attachments, I'll use these all the time. And they just, either like get lost or you just never hook them up. Here's the great thing. Let me tell you with this little stick vacuum, fuck the attachments. It does disconnect and it becomes a handheld thing, but outside I think of I that, have that vacuum. Well, outside of it, it's so light. I don't need it. I could, I can lift it anywhere. It needs to go. I'll yeah. lift the thing up. I'll put it on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> so I was going to tell you, I looked up uh, a robot vacuum on Amazon. There's one called the Nito. D10 intelligent robot vacuum for $800. It's, look, it's a very bougie piece of equipment in general, the vacuum. Yeah. And I think people are using it that way as a status symbol. If, if you know, you judged me, you judged you. There was clear judgment. And, you know, I don't know what this stems from. It it, it seems one of, to be one of the appliances that has staying power in that I assume there are quite a few vacuum repair shops still around whereas there oh, used God, to be yeah. there used to be vcr repair and tv repair we're at the point with those well vcrs as you know gone dvd players pretty much gone but you know we're at the point with even tvs i feel like it's broken whatever buying a new one there's, i know there, there's, but you know what it sometimes it 
it, I, I think that we're conditioned to not try and fix something and to think that it's going to be more complicated, complicated than it is. Because I had a friend whose TV was doing something weird. He Googled it and found out that it was just one part that he had to order from Amazon, you know, that was like $12. He opened up the back of his TV, put it in and put it back up on the wall and it was fine. Um, and it, I think that we we think about these pieces of equipment as being so sophisticated or something that we don't know what to do with them if they malfunction. But maybe it could be something really simple. I mean, that's a whole different discussion. I agree with you. Uh, we have moved into a very disposable society where if things break. It's like, get rid of it. I'm just buying a new one. It's cheap enough. I mean, TVs can get very expensive still. But there does seem to be more of a willingness to just throw something away. I don't know how to fix it. And I feel as though vacuums, outside of the big appliances, like a refrigerator or washer and dryer, uh, people still put in the time to repair those. And I guess if you're spending $800 to buy the thing as your status symbol, and again, I don't really think that your home is going to be any cleaner than mine with my $50 stick vacuum. I saw. I don't know. You know what it says? It says the second thing on this list about this item is that it's designed to complete the job. What does that mean? I don't know. I also don't have carpets. If I had a house full of carpets, maybe I would invest a little more just to make sure. Um, or car. I, I mean, I know your whole apartment's carpeted, except for yeah. The but kitchen. I bought Rosie initially because the cats would trail cat litter out whenever they use their litter box. Yeah, and, they and I hated their, stepping on it, and so and that was on hardwoods. They would put their puke everywhere, and they would. Oh yeah, put they their did. Fur everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't have the vacuum. I'm saying when you But I'm saying it works on hardwoods. It's fine. Sure. And they know that there are stairs, they won't fall down the stairs. And just saying that the suction power is probably a little more important than when you have when you have all carpet because it takes more, I would think, to loosen it from the grips <laughs> of the threads of the I guess. Mine you know. is full of hair. Mine mine is just hair just swirled up around that that um tube brush tube thing yeah the spinning brush that was i had to yeah. break hair yesterday i was pulling like hair was oh you cut you just cut down you just cut it down and tear it off that way it's fun what do you mean cut it down so in between the bristles right it's all it's all hair in between right so i just take scissors and i cut through all the hair oh, and yeah. then just peel it off yeah i was just ripping it Ew, that grosses me out thinking about ripping hair just pulling it off yeah I'm, I'm going to state it again though the amount of filth, I should have taken pictures, the amount of filth made me think that this is plenty fine, that I didn't need anything that was more expensive. That the DD, the dirt devil, was going to prove to be worthwhile and a good investment. But I think, I think the only argument I could make against it is that you wouldn't have to do as many passes with a stronger vacuum. Yeah, but the, sure, fine, but it's limited space. Yeah. I, I, I am, again, I know I've said it a million times, it's because it really did, and, and this is why I'm talking about it on the show, whether or not it's turning into a good episode or not. <laughs> I guess I had an idea a bit that vacuums were expensive, but I didn't. Like, it was arbitrary in my mind. I was like, I don't, sure, expensive. <laughs> And looking at but those what's fuckers, expensive? Like four hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. Oh. 
I just, it doesn't, I don't understand why they're that expensive. They're all plastic pieces these days, which they should be. They should be light. Think about like vacuums of all the big, oh my God, heavy things that needed to be, but they used to have that light on the front. That was cool. (laughs) Remember that? Yeah, of course. Really big. Are there really heavy? Are there headlights still on vacuums? I think so. I think so. Um, if you look on wire cutter, I think they recommend the shark, which is like that purple uh, shark that you yeah, see. Yeah, people love the shark. I know. Yeah, I love. And so I had the sh- I had a shark when I was when I was with Travis, and I loved it. And I didn't. And I felt really weird about having such a <laughs> having such a preference for a vacuum. I felt like I've never felt more like an adult or a housewife. <laughs> These things were yeah. the status symbols of housewives. Oh. When the, you know they had nothing else going on. You raise the kids and you cook and you keep things clean. And then when you're trying to one-up your friends, I got the shark. <gasps> yeah. And then, you know, the one with the dirt devil gets shit on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Missy. Bill didn't, Bill didn't get the raise down at the plant. So, so Missy still only the- was able to afford the $50. With no headlight. DD. Yeah. What, do, what does the headlight illuminate? What's the point of the headlight? Like under a, a couch, <laughs> you maybe? Looking? You're not looking. No one's bending down to look at that. It's still going to do its job at, at, at that point. I was I was reading about old vacuums and how at some point uh, the idea was you would have just tubing throughout your whole house. And there would be a big suction unit in the basement or something. All of the townhomes here in Maryland have that still. Did All you, of them. Did it work? I think that you can still, I don't think people are using it, but all of the ones like my parents, the ones that they just moved into still have like, what you would do is you would go down the basement and you would turn on the system and then you would take the hose yeah. that's down there, put it over your shoulder and like carry it around and plug it into the wall. Yeah, the different rooms had the yep. the outlets or whatever you want to yeah, call them. Yeah, there's like this little, there's this metal flap and you lift it up and you shove the thing in there and I guess it creates, it, it, I don't know, but it's cool. I think it's neat. It is. I mean, that's a big system. Yeah. And another thing, you know, when that breaks, there's no getting around it. You got to get that fixed. I see yeah. why people moved away from it, but it's not a bad idea. I am curious as to how well it worked because if you had a machine that had to create the suction yeah, for a shitload of pipes and tubes. Yeah. And for it to be strong enough to be going in the basement (laughs) and then for it to function properly up in the, not just the floor above, but the floor above that. Yeah. And I think that was maybe one of the problems with it was it wasn't yeah. so effective ultimately. And, you know, early on I, re- I was, I, I looked at this, uh, traveling vacuum. It was like a horse drawn carriage the with a big machine that ran on gasoline. And, uh-huh. the, and then the man would just schlep the hoses through windows and suck out people's houses, I guess through what? windows. Yeah, because the thing was on a horse-drawn carriage, and then so we just oh, park outside. They could just, no, we, we just go through the front door, like with the hose. Why do they have to go through a window? Well, you go through windows, whatever was 
easiest access oh, okay. to the area you needed to get to. It's not that strange. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know why you're having a hard time wrapping your mind around that. Well, it seems weird to go through a window as opposed to the, just the door. I mean, I assume people, you just have to drag your rugs out and beat them. Is that the way, yeah. is that, is that the way it used to work? Mm-hmm. You hang it and beat it with a, <laughs> I, I assume okay. there's a special tool. Yeah. It looks like a tennis racket though. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. It's not, but it looks like it. It looks like a Dutch um, bread dough spoon. <laughs> Advances. How many people know exactly what I'm talking about? Advances in home yeah. cleanliness. I guess homes, you know? did, they yeah. used to be really filthy. I think about uh, houses, and I don't see too many of them here, um, but the wide plank floorboards with yeah. gaps in between the boards. Mm-hmm. And so there's space between that and then the, so there's the floor. But then whatever the actual floor, the ceiling below, whatever it is, like there's space. And I just think of all the filth that is accumulated in that area. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Victorians, right? In the, during the Victorian era, that's why they had spring cleaning was to like, there was a scullery maid, right? That would like, or that would go around and clean your whole house and do all these crazy things. But then there were also during spring cleaning, you'd have to like, they would take apart their beds and they would unscrew the frames and they would clean all of that stuff. They did like try and disinfect things because they didn't understand, you know, like what was killing them. Well, it's also not a bad thing to do because things get filthy. Oh, yeah. Like um, just the windowsills. Like if you don't wipe those down every once in a while, they get real gross. So much work. There's so many like people who have giant houses. And I know if you're rich and you're probably hiring someone to do it, but. Let's say you're not like the bigger the space, even yeah. the house I had in Cabbage Town, I was like, that was a relatively big place for me. It wasn't mm-hmm. huge, but, uh, you know, it was only two bedrooms, one and a half bathrooms. Uh, there was a lot to keep up. And as I move into bigger places, which are still considered small to most people, like I think about my mom and my dad psychos and then keeping the house clean. There's probably never been a cleaner house and they've always done it themselves. And here I sit and I let things build up. You know, when you, when you wipe a a paper towel along the baseboard and it comes up covered in hair and dust. Yeah. The amount of hair. I tried scrubbing the shower with a brush and I can't get the grout clean. I was doing a while. Oh, you have to get special stuff. I was doing it while I was taking a shower. Oh, <laughs> that's a good way to do it. Do you have a magic eraser? Um, I don't know. Try a magic eraser. I had and some. That, if that doesn't work, then go online and look up like, you know, grout hacks. I'm sure there's some TikTok out there that'll show you exactly. What to do. <laughs> I mean, it's um, a lot of it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. But it, um, it did feel yeah. good. I have to say it felt good. I felt happy to know. Well, somewhat disgusted. It's like, <laughs> wow, all that's been around. That's just just been sleeping in that and walking in it and breathing it in. And now it's gone. That makes me feel better. And it made me feel accomplished. But you spent Taking care of my house 
you know, my house is not, or my apartment's not very big. Um, do you think it's about the same size as yours? No? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. But, I would, um, there's I, would, uh, <laughs> I think this place is probably a little bit bigger. Okay. But, I mean, for all intents and purposes, sure. Yeah. Um, unless you no, count the loft I, space. Unless you count this fancy loft space that I have. Which does have that carpet up there. That burbore. What do you do up there? That burbore. What is it called? Bur- <laughs> Berber. Yeah. Yeah. Berber. But it does feel weird now to say Berber. <laughs> Berber. 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 Berber carpet. That's what I guess it is. Berber. Is Berber a good carpet? Durable Berber, Berber carpets are very durable and do not get torn off easily. They're dur Um Berber is Derber. There's another TV up there there that nobody uses. There's some books. And I put my old dresser when I got the, the dresser for the bedroom. I put the dresser I had from my whole life, from my childhood, instead of throwing it away. I threw it up there. Is there anything in the dresser? Yeah, there's some shit stored in there. Okay. Junk stuff that I refuse to throw away. Um, okay. I mean, it'd be nice. The idea is to do something with it. it I mean, you can't stand up, but to uh, create an area to read or even like an area where you could go watch something else on your own if you wanted. Yeah. And a little was, nest. Yeah, I feel like that'd be nice. But I should get the vacuum up there and see. This is the thing with the the stick vacuum. It's mm-hmm. perfect. It's lightweight. I can get it up there very easily. One time, I took all of the cushions off my couch and I put Rosie on my couch and I just set her off and she just. Oh ran yeah, that's my disgusting, especially because you have kids. But without kids, um, I did vacuum the couch. My God, Oof, that was one thing over the years that. sweeping does not help with well you could sweep it off of your couch i I tried but it's still not the same yeah it's not the same like that it was disgusting ellie was like they like to take the cushions off and make little forts and stuff and they took the cushions off today and said they found an m&m and she ate it (laughs) and i don't know when we've had m&ms so yeah i mean a secondhand oh maybe halloween all right now now it's okay but i really (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or until just now, I was like, I don't recall the last time we've had M&Ms here. Well, you have a second canned couch also when you bought used and someone else's M&Ms could have fallen in the crevices and then gotten loose and she ate it. <laughs> it's, Gross. it's eight years old. I did find a set of keys like that had fallen through a hole in the under the cushion, but had like landed in that sort of like black mesh stuff that's underneath uh, couches. Found a set of keys in there. Did you ever contact the person you bought the couch from? I did. I sent them a picture of it. I was like, hey, I found some keys. I don't know if you need these, but. Never heard a response, huh? Mm-mm. They were just happy to offload that, like, jump, sucker. <laughs> no, after I got the couch, I really liked it. It was so, it's so comfy and, like, good to nap on and stuff. And so I messaged them that, and they said, oh, yeah, we've had a lot of great naps on that couch. Yeah, think about all the bodies on there. I know, because I think it was somebody else's first, and then they got it, and they had two boys, and then now it's now it's mine. But couches are fucking expensive. Furniture is expensive, and I don't want. I like IKEA's aesthetic, and I like, you know, I like their um like dressers or something, you know, and like organizational things and little tchotchkes. But 
getting furniture like their stuff is so hard like all of their couches are so stiff yeah it's not don't fall for that trap yeah you just need you need to get a nice couch at some point you invest in it and you keep it but you have kids so it makes sense not to do it now yeah don't worry about it (laughs) just get a fucked up couch it's fine i mean for the time being that's probably the smart thing to do um yeah ikea by the way I'm not going to say too much, but with my job working with a lot of brands, mm-hmm. there, there are many things just dealing with the people that like I never buy their products again. And I have to say Ikea is one of those. Wow. Now, if we had a Patreon, we'd do an episode <laughs> where you gave me the dirt about yeah. why you don't like them now. Yeah. As if a Patreon is a safe space. Somebody else could just pay to go access the show and get Yeah, the but dirt. we could reject them. I guess. Because we, we would be able to see who is a Patreon member. Yeah, but you know, these are powerful people. They could reach out and say, hey, record that for me and send it to me. Right. I mean, there's not too much dirt other than, it's like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to deal with you ever again. And I can't believe that you're so unthoughtful. Let's just leave it at that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So stay away. Stay away. It, okay. They're junk anyway. It's junk. <sighs> yeah. It, it is. I don't care. I'm going to say it. This has nothing okay. to do with that. The more I go to Ikea, it is fucking junk. And people fall for it because it's better quality junk. It's not as junky as Target or Walmart, but it's fucking furniture wise trash. Yes. Yeah. And they've got, they've really f- pulled the wool over people's eyes. By setting up their cute little walkthroughs, you feel like you're on a, you know, an Epcot center looking at the history of the World's Fair or some shit. Yeah. Like, oh. 325 gonna... square feet. Wow. Yeah. And you go through and you fucking fall for it. And, you know, I have a bookshelf here mm-hmm. that I've had since God knows when, 2004. So it's a very old bookshelf. It's approaching 20 years, which is also crazy that I have a bookshelf that's almost 20 years old. That I bought myself. And it's fine. It's one of those generic cube ones that okay. I think they still sell. Uh, it's actually not fine. If you look closely, it's like the veneer is junk and it's peeling off and it's got bubbles in it. and uh, But it's lasted, which isn't saying much because it's a piece of furniture. It doesn't get much use, meaning it sits there and it holds right. things. Uh, but outside of that, I don't. I think that trying to save the money. And going the Ikea route. Not worth it. Right. So like you may as well spend the money. Yeah. Get something, something nice. Better. Well, now we're back at the vacuum price because you decided to not invest in your vacuum. You but, could have gotten a shark no, here's for the thing. $75 more. This is the disconnect. I don't see any reason buying unless again, we're going back to these robot vacuums where they're doing the job themselves, it's a whole different thing. But if this is but a- But those sharks are light. I don't care if they're light. This thing I have is light. This this, this is the point. I don't know the value that you're getting yeah. in the research that I've done by spending hundreds of dollars more. It's not worth it. I know what you're getting- I agree you're... with you about hundreds of dollars more. When you're spending $150 on a couch and it feels like you're fucking sitting on concrete. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, this is very clear what's going on here. You know, and it starts to break because the balsa wood frame can only. It's held together by like 
weird metal pegs and wooden <laughs> dowels. Yeah, the whole thing was built with an Allen wrench. And again, it's got a weight limit of 78 pounds. It's like, oh, it's okay. See, it's clear. I'm. The, yeah. This is the thing. I'm for buying things of better quality. That's where I'm at in my life. I don't need to. Well, you chose the cheapest vacuum, but okay. Well, the thing, I, I think it's a good example. This is wine. If you look at wines and you read about wines, and I'm not even, I don't care about wine that much, but I, I saw an article that cheap wine is cheap. Expensive wine is expensive. But it's like the mid-tier wine is what you should go for because it's clearly better tasting than the cheap wine, but mm-hmm. it's not much different than the fancier fucking wine. So at some point, you know, there are products that you can buy where you spend more, you get a better product, and that's worth it to me. But then there's the line that you just get something that costs more because you can, and it's not really the benefit at that point is not present it's not well i mean anything, i think that we would rail against anything approached that way right to say i'm getting this <clears throat> i'm willing to pay more for this because it shows that i've paid more for this and yes and i and i feel as though that's the whole vacuum marketplace <laughs> i'm i know it sounds like i'm making this up for the sake of the show but i again this is i it makes zero sense to me because I think people are just paying. Maybe they don't understand. I don't know what the hell it is, but they're just paying a lot of money for what? Yeah. I mean, maybe they might be thinking, well, it's more expensive, so it must be better. Um, but it's not. I'm sure. I think I think the wine analogy is perfect. I do think that, like, look, the vacuum I bought, I'm not saying it's the best. And I'm there's plenty of situations where it would not be the right choice for the apartment that I live in, the amount of surfaces that are actually you know rugs mm-hmm. it's not much so it's fine it does its so job it's if yeah. i if i needed more i would have bought probably a 250 to 300 dollar vacuum and i do think that there's some benefit there but when you're getting into the higher levels i don't understand i've tried to understand it blows my mind it does feel like out of all the home appliances the vacuum is still one where people park their money as some kind of status thing. Hmm. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I don't know how many people are like showing off their vacuums. No, but it's for But maybe it makes them feel a certain way. (laughs) And I don't understand what that way is, why it's attached. And that was the, that was the thought behind this episode. I just, I, I, I still don't understand it. But because you're somebody that didn't I'm just because uh, I don't vacuum a ton either. Obviously, I have Rosie and I have that red little dirt devil that you're talking about. And I got it because um, I needed to get into like the corners of things and like down the baseboards and stuff like that. Um, so I use it for that. But um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, uh, that's the thing. That's the thing with your your. Um. Sorry, I got distracted because I saw that the Dirt Devil Vibe, which is what I got, was only forty dollars. It was forty dollars at Bed Bath and Beyond, and I actually don't know what I paid for it. Maybe I did pay forty dollars for it. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, no, it says the Target fifty. I got fucked. I spent ten dollars more oh, than I needed to. You can go to Target and say 
they have this for cheaper at Bed Bath & Beyond. Will you price match it? And they'll retroactively do it. Yeah, it's not worth the $10. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't think about this with Rosie. Can't get into the corners. Yeah, what a terrible. Yeah. What a, what a, what a joke these things are. <sighs> I know, but for the most part. Oh, I was going to say, um, because neither of us are into vacuuming, I think that there are some people that enjoy vacuuming as a way to like zen out or it makes them feel it's like their time that they do something like there are people that are really attached to their vacuum and i think that they probably would go for the mid-price wine options for vacuums or if they had the means how do you then they meditate? would get the fancy dyson the, the purple one that like hangs on the wall yeah how do you that i kind of want how do you meditate it's the design of the dyson that's a thing you're falling for the design i'm not saying it's not cool design. no it's just because people that i like have talked about th this vacuum and i think oh i kind of trust them it looks like some kind of piece of futuristic scientific equipment that we don't understand with different chambers like whoa it's like a reaction chamber look at that with like those three it has like three weird things right is that yeah, what you're talking the, about yeah this yeah, is like three tubes or something the design and the engineering it's probably cool if i read about mm -hmm. it more i just don't know if it's necessary who was that guy in the commercials was he was he the yeah yeah he was a little pretentious too i think that's part of the yeah. reason i'm i'm but dust. i don't think he does the commercials anymore does he, he probably died <laughs> from inhaling dust from his canister i'm not, i like dyson man let's do we can end the show on the whereabouts okay. of the dyson man I mean, look, I'm looking at this thing now. It's a cool looking vacuum. Even the stick one. Look, look at the top. It looks like something out of Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> See, it's cool. I'm not saying that it's not. How much is it? This is a $400 one. Yeah. It's the V8. It's a small thing. James Dyson is the man's name. Jimmy Dice. James Dyson. He's 74 years old. He's still alive. Love that for him. <laughs> yes, I mean I'm glad I'm not. I wasn't <laughs> hoping that he was dead. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. What's he up to? Early inventions. He designed the sea truck. I don't know what the hell that is. In 1970, the sea truck is a flat-hulled, high-speed watercraft similar to a small landing craft made from fiberglass. Great for you. Uh, he made the ball barrow, which is a modified version of the wheelbarrow with a different type <gasps> of wheel. So there's where the, the ball. ball! Yeah, that's where the ball the came seed. from. So all his his failed inventions yeah. <laughs> got channeled into the vacuum. He's like, and then he invented some eyeglasses where instead of the nose piece, it's just a ball <laughs> that's constantly spinning in the right direction to keep your glasses up on your nose. <laughs> uh, partly supported by his wife's salary as an art teacher. After five years and 5,127 prototypes, Dyson launched the G-Force Cleaner in 1983. However, no manufacturer dis distribu distributor would handle his product in the UK <sighs> as it would have disturbed the valuable market for replacement dust bags. So, oh, so <laughs> big, big dust bag was in Congress or wherever oh, thing. Fuck oh, the this House world. of Parliament. Fuck this world, because that's a very real thing. It's like, absolutely. Ugh, what yeah. about my dust bag business? Yeah, so there's a whole industry. It's a big yep. thing with the plastic bags now. It's like there are people who make the plastic bags or plastic bag factories. The funny thing with the plastic bags is you get the reusable plastic bags which oh right which most people forget and then so when they go to the store they have to buy new ones 
and then they forget again. And, you know, to get the value or to offset, not the value, to offset the damage to the environment that one regular plastic shopping bag uh, would have done, um, you need to use the reusable bag at least 60 times, which hmm. I don't think most people do. So, it's- Well, I, you're in a walking city. I keep my bags in my uh, trunk. What and happens I if just you forget? grab them when I, I don't usually because well, I'm going to the, the grocery store. store and I grab the bags out of the back. All right. Well, you're trained yourself, but yeah, uh, you know, it's one of these things. If I were you though, and I was walking there, I probably would forget the bags. I forget them all the time. Yeah. But going back to the disruptor thing. Yes. That's a very real mm-hmm. thing. And there's always yeah. uh, government goons who will protect. Ah, oh, you know, like we can't do this because the bag industry. <laughs> I know that those are real jobs, but I'm sorry. Things evolve. They change. So see, now I'm on Dyson's side. I'm not opposed to the Dyson, just the, the price of it. Okay. Well, well, we'll start a Patreon so that we can afford a Dyson. Right? I'm fine with my dirt devil. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe, rate and review. Find us online. Talk to us. Uh, oh, please support our sponsor, hoffandpepper.com. You can get 15% off some locally made in Chattanooga hot sauce. Hoffandpepper.com. Use the uh, the code one topic 15 for 15% off. Uh, do that for the holidays. Give some hot sauce to your relatives. Don't buy the dirt devil. Get a shark. <laughs>